Welcome to the ACC Kids Leadership Podcast, where we aim to help train pastors and leaders. Dave Gilbin, I've hey, got you with me. Here we are. We're just we're sitting in the shopping centre, um, right here, Rabina, um, Rabina in uh, Christian Central, Christian Central Gold Coast, your, Bible Belt your, of your Australia. Churches. My belt squeezed into a, um, I would have said a crack, but let's say a, a, a crease. Yes. Just in the in the panorama of Christendom <laughs> in, in the Gold Coast, you know, maybe a wrinkle. It's just it just <laughs> just set within a wrinkle. I I said at the end of our last podcast last week, I had um, Terry Parkman. He's a global next gen leader, and I said next week I've got Dave Gilpin, and I said. I don't know what madness we'll get, but we're we're already there. Oh, we're, fair enough. We're not even. We're it's not even mad there. times. These are crazy times, aren't they? What in church? For church leaders, for for the world, the world is on self-destruct mode. It's yeah. uh, there's a vindictiveness that is unbelievable. There's a I'll get back at everything that suppressed, oppressed, that that kicked me, and yeah. I'm surprised that a lot of thirty-year-olds aren't going back to school. To, to tell those teachers <laughs> exactly who's boss, you know. It probably, it's probably happening. Um, you put out a lot of posts. Yeah. And, and they're good. They're good. They're good. And some, the funnier ones, get a lot of response, right? Because people are on social media, number one for entertainment, right? right? And But the ones that they're a little bit... You know, like I'll put one on the difference between justice and retribution. Yes. In that a lot of what's happening now is retribution. It's not. Re- it's under the cover of justice. Okay. Well, and let's explain the difference between the two words. Justice. Well, retribution is I want to get you back. Justice is is I want truth to be exalted. Yep. But but retribution isn't even. Oh, sorry, that, Dave. If anyone's just listening and they're not watching, uh, a, a man went past in the shopping centre with a large trolley. So we got background <laughs> noise. We but have. I, I, you were worried about the noise. I like the. Volume. It's quite good vibe. It's good. Yeah, it's good. So, so, retribution, so sorry, retribution, retribution, I'm going to get you is, back. Is I'll get you back, but it's under the guise of justice, right? So that's a problem there because you've got you've got ulterior motives. When the ulterior the motive for justice needs to be justice, it right. can't be I'll get you back. It can't be I've got these these wounds that that it can't be. Uh, out of jealousy or revenge or it's got to be out of a a sense of justice and justice in God's kingdom justice and love sit happily together love and justice because love loves truth and truth is the foundation of justice so the moment you you bring in a, a subversion to it it no longer becomes justice you actually destroy the very thing that you're trying to uphold there's a fine line between that well maybe not a fine line, more of a, a confusion between that, whereas Christians are often going after justice, but really they're going after retribution. And they're calling it something different. Yeah. But it's actually damaging them further. Yeah, So you've got right. people who have got hurts and wounds from the past. Yes. That, that, that want to see, okay, justice restored. But justice restored would be starting within them first through Christ, right? Yes. You yeah. can't really offer it because if it's not out of a motivation of what Christ has redeemed in you, yeah. then it's going to be retribution. Yeah. What happens here when people are travelling along the path of what they feel is justice but really it's retribution? What's yeah. it doing to someone? Yeah, you're right. It's self-destruct, right? Because right. That, the whole basis of forgiveness is has nothing... If I forgive you, it's got nothing to do with you. If I no. forgive you, it's got to do with the healing for me. Right. It's releasing me from. Yeah. And so, and so if I... So I had someone recently um, come to me and want to apologise for something. 
they told you. It's ridiculous, that, isn't it? I, I like that. I've had this against you for the last 10 years. I just want to say I've forgiven you. <laughs> and, and those ones are really funny, right? They are You've funny. had them? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, in real time, I wasn't... This is funny. You know, you, you talk with Dave and you come out and you end up talking about all sorts of things. So here I am publicly talking through this one. My answer, you can judge me. I'd love to hear your feedback whether I was too judgmental in my response. Right. I said, oh, thank you. Yeah. That must be really healing for you. Oh, that's brilliant. Slightly <laughs> condescending, but brilliant. <laughs> but I did. I said, it must be healing for you. And, yeah. and, and I'm okay because you, you needed that. I, I didn't need this. Um, no. I said, however, what you did was, you know... Um, what, what you did, did was damaging. So, so if you want true repentance in this matter, then it's almost like go your way and rectify the issue. Well, that's repentance. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think people want to apologise to appease their own bad feelings. Yes. But if they truly wanted to repent, yes, they would actually go and gossip positively about you. Yes. Because, yeah, that's true. Because the response of what they were doing, which was damaging, was gossiping negatively. Yes, that's true. And so I highlighted that to the person. Mm. And so I, so I accepted it mm. and said it must be good for them. But I also pointed them to the next level of healing, which has to be they have to repent and actually rectify that issue. Yeah, yeah that's right. No, Otherwise, they just point. go away feeling good. Yeah. But I don't think they've actually found the healing they're looking for. No. And there is a time, there is actually a time for, you know, the law is all about justice. There is right. a time for things to come to the surface. Right. But how you deal with that is paramount to your own future health. Right. If you, if you, if, if this is an opportunity for you to spread the venom of unforgiveness and bitterness, then it actually does you more harm than good. Yeah. And even when you get the victory, it almost empowers your bitterness rather than relieves you of it. It's not something that's relieved by, yep, yeah, I punch you in the face and I feel better about it because you punch me ten times. Right. It almost uh, perpetuates right. a kind of injustice, you know. And you know, the truth is that, that just about every person abused who doesn't deal with their abuse well becomes the abuser. Yeah, right. And so that's why God's merciful to all, because he knows that those people who are currently today's abusers were yesterday's abused. Right. And so that's why God's merciful to both the dictator and those crushed by dictators. Wow. Because God knows this is a cycle of sin here. And, and Christians have to be on their bandwagon to break the cycle of sin and break the cycle of abuse. But, they, but Christians only want the forgiveness to the abused. And they want, that's right. And they want retribution, what you said, yes. for the abuser. Yes. But, but God's actually going to show His loving kindness to the abuser. Yes. Well, you just which is yes. what you're saying is the is what justice really yes. is. It's just the the abuser is the abused wrapped up in bitterness and wrapped up in retribution. Yeah. Now you've got the abuser. It's, yeah. it's somebody. It's same with somebody who was sexually abused. Mm. You know, often you'll find those people who do sexually abuse were sexually abused. Right. So whereabouts on the line do you now drop mercy? And then you go after right. retribution. Where, where right. is that justice line? Because you'll find that 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 you do have within the within the aggressor, you do have the victim still in the aggressor. Wow. It's just they've never deal, dealt with their victimhood. So the way to do it is, I'll get you back. Right. So we've got to, as a church, cleanse ourselves of, I'll get you back. And and so if you are going to bring up judgment and justice, yeah. you have to do it with love and faith. In other words, you have to have a clean spirit. Otherwise, you perpetuate. Um, the the passive aggressive violences in the world today. Yeah. Okay. So why why 
why did that post not get a lot of likes? Oh, people, when I, if I post, uh, because like, honestly, there's like, a lot of, there's a lot right now, it's yeah. a very sensitive time for the church, right? In that there's, yeah. there's, for some leaders across the world, there's things that have come up from many, many years yeah. ago, right? And, and you know, some of the things, they're valid, mm. but they're not valid on a world scale. They're valid, but they're not valid on the front page of a newspaper. Right. They're valid if it, if, if it was uh, illegal, then it needs to go to the law courts, right? right. There is a place, you know, that God has set aside yeah. for legal issues, right? Yeah. It's called the court. Right. It's called the justice what, not system. Face, not Facebook? You know, no, that's right. It's called the justice system. Once right. you once you take something out and, and try and apply justice through the media, which is yeah. which is socialism led by capitalism, it's yeah. it's an evil machine. Yeah. Once you once you bring it onto Facebook and, and you bring in public humiliation over yeah. an issue yeah. that that is to do with someone's brokenness that, that everyone's got a touch of that issue yeah. within them. So once you once you you know, there's nothing wrong with justice. The Bible actually says that if you, if you want justice, yep. then bring it to the person individually. Right. If they still won't listen, bring a second witness along yeah. individually. Yeah. You know, and and if they still won't listen, there is an exclusion or there is a a more public arena, right. but it's still very limited. I think the idea of people just going to to so, a, 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 a to a Discovery Plus documentary yes. is is. That, that is that is not there for faith and love. But why 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 are these articles, these um, media pieces, these podcasts, these everything in the last two years in the Christian world that's exposing aspects of leadership? Why is it just being leapt on by by the Christians? Yes, I would say I would say what we've created is what has been wrong in terms of culture is we've created a leadership culture that right. has created a a guru type culture uh -huh. you know and i think in therefore we've developed a servant culture we've preached about servant leadership yep. but for all intents and purposes there's been a leadership culture then then there's been a, a service servitudinal culture wow. that's backed it and i think right. that we've gone too far in the leadership culture it's exactly the same with prosperity right. prosperity is a balance to to poverty which was the church was poor yeah, right. prosperity brought it back to health right yeah. if you keep going with that then you, then you're going to get into the area the, into self-centeredness yeah, and are. into to amassing wealth yes that is very 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 dangerous. The yeah. amassing of wealth is a dangerous thing for yeah. someone who's not incredibly generous, you know. So I think the same with leadership culture. If you keep banging on about it for too long, it well, was we've good. had 20 years, or 10, 15, 20 yes. years of this. Then, then it leads to so it's gone too a, a, far. Guru, a guru type. Yeah. And then it leads to an honouring that's not an honouring. Right. Well, once you say to someone, you need to honour me. When it's forced. Then it's not honour. It's not. You, you've created a, a form of manipulation. Yeah. Honour comes from the heart. It can't yeah. be dictated to. So I think we've created a leadership honouring culture yeah. that has created a, a gulf in... I don't think God's liked it. It's interesting. Um, we spoke last week on the podcast with um, with Terry Parkman and he was talking about just such a swing in, in culture. And, and one of the big aspects, and, and I'm just going to... I'm just going to quickly refer to one of the notes because he's the, the line that he used. We've we moved from a attractional model church into more a missional relational model. And he said that during COVID, 
it's like he gave the analogy when in America a college student goes away four years and has a, a radical encounter and they return back to their room and they're like that's not who I am anymore yeah and I think this identity has shifted across our church where COVID has created this moment and 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 so I'm seeing this almost um, exasperated post-COVID mm. because we've had this encounter where people have either had time or um, yeah. re reconfigured their thinking but it's that college mentor where they've come back and they're like oh we're coming back into church I'm not this person anymore they've they've almost grown in society mm. beyond it mm. and the immaturity in response to that is almost point out the discrepancies of the environment that they've loved for the last 15 years. Yeah, that's right. I find that, this is the one I find a little bit hard to take. People yeah. who are rolling up to learn from and rolling up to look at, you know, environments or gleaning or leaning in or being a part of mm. and, and they got the shirt, they got the, they're in. Mm. And then in this two year COVID period, they've come out the other side and now they're the number one you know, aggressors yes, against. Yes. And, and 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 I understand they have had, and you're talking about before, you know, the abuse and the abuse. They, they really have had a moment of reflection and change. Mm. But their response to that reflection of change is to attack what yeah. was. Yeah, that's right. And also that? everybody's changed as well. Once right. you once you stop applying grace to say like most leaders I know are, are fabulous people. They're humble, they serve, right. they work hard, you know. Uh, financially, they would have been better off if they'd gone into business. Financially, right. they're a lot poorer yeah. than um, than a lot of people who they minister to. Right. You know, on average, they are poorer, right? So I think the idea of this, this someone getting rich in ministry, and I just think it's it's cynical. Right. And I think there is a cynicism that's... But, and there's a deconstructionism that's going across the world as well. Right. In terms of hierarchies, in terms of yep. uh, people calling things systemic. Yes. Um, in terms of the, the role of the patriarch and the yep. things like that. It's a breaking down. So it's moved into the church now. Right. We, we'll, we're going to destroy this. Yeah. And I think that, that in doing so... Um, it, it, there's a certain madness attached to it and I do understand there are some issues of justice right, right. but I do understand that there is a, a, a better way there's a way of but you know and sometimes in the rarest of occasion then it becomes a, a, a large public issue right but you've right. got to make sure you, you walk the pathway of justice right. Right. before you, before this thing it becomes you hand it to the devil right you know, yeah. if you hand, hand something you know to the devil, yeah. you, you've got to have really walked the path of justice right. to actually hand it to him. Otherwise, right. you're, you're crazily in Well, the Bible says hand them over to the devil, but mm. there's so many processes prior to yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. What, okay. Am I just... Am I just wide a certain way? I'm so optimistic and hopeful, and I love the, the church. I look across the church at large, and I still see the beautiful bride. Yeah. Am I missing something? Like, am I missing something? Like, yes, there's challenges. Yes, there's there's circumstances. But but the church is beautiful, and I and I see unity mm. in 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 lots of areas. Mm. If I'm to look at the negative, I'm to look at the disunity, if I'm to look at all of the problems, I could spend my whole time commentating on the on the brokenness of the humanity of ch of the church. Yeah. yeah. How do we just lift our eyes towards heaven yeah. and see the beauty of the bride of Christ? I think that's missing a little yes, bit. Yes, it is. It is missing. It is missing. Um, 
there's a focus on everything that's broken yeah. and everything that needs to be busted. There's right. a focus on that. But generally, you know, Christians, you know, the idea that Christian, that non-Christians are better than Christians, yeah. blah, blah, right? Yeah. If, if you've been redeemed by Christ, there's a, there's a redemption factor in you. So yeah. even if you are rotten, you are less rotten than you were a year ago, and you're less rotten than you were pre-salvation. Right. You are a better person because Christ is working yeah. in you. And yeah. I think that we need to to see the see the flowers amongst the desert. You yeah. know, we need to. You're right. See the the clay amongst the mud. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of mud slinging. Yeah. And there's a lot of injustice around. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's the age we're living in, and it's a it's it's difficult times. It's called this is what the Bible calls it persecution. Right. That's what the Bible calls it. Right. And it says those that, those that desire live, to live a godly life shall be persecuted. Wow. You know. And the thing about persecution is that is that generally it will have a a touch of truth, but once you stretch yeah. truth to the point of distortion, it's no longer true. Uh, even even like a, a, a classic example is if you pushed a woman. Uh, a violent push and she broke her leg, right? right. That is an isolated incident, is an incidence of violence, right? right? But if you're pushing her out the way of a truck that's about to kill her and right. now you've got the overall truth, yes. that's an act of mercy. You actually applied an act of mercy. So I can see that once you take a slice of truth, it's no yeah. longer truth. But it is true, yeah. but it's no longer the full truth. Yeah. And I think that and I think that that's what's happening now. I, I, I think of that picture, I think it's Prince uh, William and he's, it looks like he's doing the finger to the crowd. It's this meme. Oh, right. But they, they, they show up from the other angle, and he's actually holding something in a certain way. <laughs> and, and so a camera angle from one way looks like yes. he is something. And, and, I, and I've seen that, and I think it's a, this picture of the church is being perf- per- looked at, at from a certain angle, mm. and it looks like it's doing the finger to the world. Mm. <laughs> really. Mm. But it's not. It's actually holding, and it's, and it's doing something... No, exactly. And I I just think as leaders, we we could look that way. Well, I'm smelling the food, Dave. Yeah. Here we are in Rabina. I think just... just What's your last thought? My last thought is that that overall, God is sovereign. And overall, what is happening is happening. And because all things work together for good, it will produce a holier church. Yeah. And it will produce a more humble church. Yeah. And it will produce... And that's what it'll produce. And a humble, more holier church is closer to creating a revival and seeing a revival come. So I think that in it all, persecution either scatters people to new frontiers of Christendom or persecution uh, kills the old man further within us. Right. But it's, it's no harm's done. You know, if everyone does it with the right attitude, it's actually for the advancement of the church. The cross was for the advancement the murderous cross was for the advancement of God's church. So I think every leader now needs to have a high perspective and realise that this is this is small stuff compared to resurrection life. That's beautiful. Well, what a good way to finish there. Dave and I are going to go have lunch. We are. Thanks for joining us. We uh, hope to have you with us at the next ACC Kids Leadership Podcast. And if you're in uh, Western Australia or Tasmania, our training days are coming up on the 14th of May as well as the 4th of June. So look out on the ACC Kid website or our social media for those events. Otherwise, June 1, we have a One Hope seminar online. 
for right across Australia you can join in and we're going to be talking all things statistics and research around what's happening emerging trends around parents and around families at the moment so keep an eye on all of that and we look forward to seeing you soon